1: Hello my wonderful beautiful friends. Welcome back to our I don't work here lady where people get mistaken as employees when they aren't. Guys, I hope you're having a superb day today and you know the deal. You're about to hear some super crazy stories. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, grab a snack, grab your mom because we're about to dive in. Oh, and do hit that subscribe button for future stories. So, I was witness to possibly the most hilarious Karen interaction I've ever seen. In this story, I was just an onlooker. I didn't play a part at all. There's three players in this dialogue. There's Karen, there's the unfortunate customer who Karen decided worked there, and the hilarious customer. So yesterday, I went to go pick up some groceries at my local store. As I'm shopping with my trolley, I hear the harumph of an approaching Karen behind me. But to my surprise, she walks straight past me, to the unfortunate customer, demanding this, demanding that, and demanding the other thing. To which the customer responds with, Sorry, but I don't work here. Maybe you can get someone else to help you. So as Karen starts accusing him of lying, etc., I figure I'll stick around to see what happens, as I've been on the sub quite a bit, and I know it might be funny, but if she assaults the guy or accuses him of something, I'll be a witness. So as I'm listening to the customer reiterate that he doesn't work here, and Karen repeatedly accuse him of lying, another customer, the hilarious customer, comes past and addresses the Karen in a big, booming voice. He says, Finally, a manager! Some woman just accused me of not helping her when I'm a customer here. Now, what are you going to do about it? I want that woman fired. Now, Karen turns to the hilarious customer and said, What? I'm not a manager. What do you... But she gets cut off mid-sentence by the hilarious customer, and he says, Of course you're a manager. I've seen you talking to customers. Now you are going to help me. Come over here. I want this person fired. The tables have turned, and Karen tries to explain that she was talking to the unfortunate customer, who she says works there. Karen then turns around to gesture to the unfortunate customer, saying, I was talking to... As she gestures to an empty space. Suddenly she's alone. The unfortunate customer ducked out. The hilarious customer then said, Well, standing around speaking to staff isn't very professional, is it? You should be doing your job helping customers. It's people like me who keep food on your table. Now help me. Karen then screams, I don't work here, screw off, and she walks off clearly upset, leaving her shopping cart behind in the process. The unfortunate customer who's been standing in the next aisle walks back at this point and says, "Huh, she's gone. The hilarious guy responds with, yeah, that got rid of her. He smiles vaguely and just continues shopping like nothing even happened. Hilarious customer, whoever you are, you are a legend. Guys, this was the best thing that's ever happened. Not all heroes wear capes, my friends. And who would have thought that the quickest way to get rid of a Karen is to become a Karen. you got to fight fire with fire, right? Are you guys taking notes because that man executed that play perfectly, giving that woman a taste of her own medicine? And he's right, he is a legend. So, for some background, I'm a plumber and I'm only 18 years old. I went to a trade school for high school and came out with a full-time job as an apprentice. This happened about 5 months ago and has really messed me up ever since. I was working in a 4-story building inside the city, and there's only one elevator. And there's another spiral square staircase, needed for later. My journeyman and I were wrapping up our day and packing up everything. I was sweeping and taking the loads back down to the truck, and on one of my last trips, I was only taking a trash bag and a few hand tools that I hadn't grabbed yet. I'm in my normal work clothes, but my boss isn't strict about wearing company clothing, so I'm only wearing my Dickies pants and a beat up sweatshirt with no labels. I start walking down the stairs with the trash from the fourth floor to the bottom, when a lady from the third floor walks out with a trash bag. I briefly walk past just finishing my day when she scoffs at me. I turn around to say, Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see you there. I didn't mean to bump into you. And continue down. And then she says, Here, take this. I got a call I need to get on. I told her I was sorry, I didn't work for the building and it's not my job to take it. So then she exclaims, you are dressed like a janitor. My son is one too, you dress just like him. He has the same tools on him all day. Now, I tried to tell her that I'm not a janitor and that I'm a plumber, working above her on the fourth floor. I start to get annoyed, but I just remembered that I need to take breaths and walk away. I told her I can't and then I start going down the stairs when she grabs the back of my hoodie and yanks it. I spun around like, what the heck? And she slams the bag into my stomach, sending me stumbling down the stairs. This was when one of her co-workers comes out because of the commotion. And this woman starts fake crying, saying that I was the biggest creep ever trying to grope her as I walked past her. And that she had shoved me down the stairs in an attempt to save herself. Now, I tried to say something getting up, but the person was on the phone with the cops already and he took her away to calm her down. I start to get so mad at this woman, but then my coworker comes up to me and says everything's gonna be okay. And this is when one of the biggest blessings ever occurred. So my buddy loves to mess with me, he'd take videos of me working or being oblivious, and then he'd throw coins at me to be funny, or dump water on me as a joke to lighten the day up a bit. So I guess he heard the interaction and thought it would be funny to record me getting mistaken as a janitor. He records the interaction and the lady never knew he was there. We hung around and obviously waited for the cops to come so I could defend myself. They talk to the woman and they take her side at first. They then start asking me questions in the stairwell and my buddy said he witnessed it and had a video. He then began to show the video to the cop and lucky he had everything recorded. From the moment I began down the stairs to the part where the lady shoves me down the stairs. The police talks to her and from the second he said there was a video, she turns ghost white. They took her downstairs to the cruiser and the cop comes back to me asking if I needed assistance or an ambulance as I had a gash on my elbow. I was totally fine though, just in complete shock. He also asked if I wanted to press charges and I told him I would. In the following time since this happened, I've taken her to court and she's been charged and is serving time for assault and battery and another thing that I don't recall. What's important to know as I'm realizing now is that there were no cameras in the stairwell. I could have been screwed. I could have been absolutely screwed. I'm so glad my friend recorded me, as I could be sitting in jail serving time for something I didn't do. Lucky my buddy was there, and ever since then, I have never complained once about him messing around with me. Shortly after this, the building installs new cameras everywhere. Guys, what a terrifying situation to be in. Being mistaken as an employee, and then having it go from 0 to 100 in like 2 seconds. Guys, I'm absolutely speechless. Like, if this psycho lady can say something as outrageous as that, for OP not taking out her garbage, imagine what else she could be doing out there. Or, has done out there. Thank goodness OP's friend was there to record him, and thank goodness that he pressed charges, and she's now serving some time for that. Holy crap. So, I was on my way home after a very long day of working at the hospital. As much as I would have rather just kept driving, The gas light was lit up on my dash and told me to stop being lazy and to just fill the tank. After hopping off the highway, I head for the small station that I frequently use. It only has two pumps. Even though it has great prices, I rarely have to wait more than a car or two for an open spot, and the road is pretty much empty nearby. The station was on my right side, so I turned right to get in. As I begin to turn the wheel into the station, this lunatic in a Mercedes comes up from the other direction. She cuts in through the out lane and inches across my front bumper to beat me into the parking lot. I slam my brakes, sending my gym bag and stack of folders shooting off the passenger seat into a jumbled mess on the floor. Now, I'm not a big fan of cuss words, but that had me cussing like a sailor. As I pull in, I notice a police car in the parking spot outside the building that houses the cashier and the tiny convenience store. My hopes rose as I prayed the officer saw the crazy lady stunt, and I was about to witness some instant karma. No such luck, though. She pulled to one side of the pumps. I pull into the other. I get out, swipe my card, and start the gas flowing. Then, clear as I hear the snottiest sounding voice, issuing from the Mercedes. She says, This is unbelievable. I was clearly here first, but this idiot is filling up the other car first. No, he hasn't even come up to my car yet. I swear, these people are so stupid out here. Hold on, Shelly. I have to deal with this moron or I'll be here all day. So now the dreaded excuse me is aimed right at me. She says, You know, you don't need to wait for the tank to be full before you start another car, right? Now come here and take this. She said that as she wags a credit card at me. She then says, if I'm late because of you, I will be calling your boss. And just so you know, it's very rude to serve customers out of order. I was here ahead of that guy. I looked down, and sure enough, she has a New Jersey plate. So in New Jersey, you don't pump your own gas. An attendant does it for you. My state may have a few full service stations left, but honestly, I haven't seen one in ages. Here, you pump for yourself. If she had gotten out of her car, she would have seen that I was that guy. But the pump blocked her line of sight. Now, I did consider an I don't work here style response, but the primped up, entitled expression on the self-absorbed woman required a little bit more from me. So at this point, she stares hard at me, raising her eyebrows and waggled the card even more emphatically. Before I knew what to do, I let go of my pump, stepped closer, and took the card from her manicured fingers. As she sneered at me, I looked her right in the eyes and snapped my hand downward flinging her card straight into the trash beside the pump. Now, someone must have thrown away a slushy or a milkshake in there because the card makes an awesome splat sound hitting the bottom. And she screams. This made the thought of sorting all the files on the floor of my car almost worth it. Now, it could have stopped there, and I would have happily driven away with my half-full tank, but no, it was not over yet. She was screaming obscenities at me as I turned away, completely losing her mind. And that's when the officer comes dashing out of the store and says, Excuse me, miss, are you okay? What's going on? This woman then says, This man assaulted me and stole my card. He threw it in there. She says that stabbing a three-inch long nail at the barrel. The officer says, Is that correct, sir? I told him barely. She insisted, and I mean insisted, that I take her card. And since I'm under no obligation to provide her service with a card, nor did I want it, I disposed of it in the most expedient manner available to me. I say that while gesturing at the wonderful trash receptacle. The officer then says, That was a pretty petty thing to do. I think you should get it for her. At this point, the Karen was beaming with a smug malice at that. I told him, I will under one condition. You detain both of us and then go look at the store's working parking lot camera. Once you see how we entered the lot, you can then decide who goes dumpster diving. He then raises an eyebrow at me and says, Fine. He then takes our licenses and tells both of us to wait there. She's a bit perplexed at first, but her entitlement must have convinced her that she has to be in the right. It's not long before she begins to hiss a handful of pretty vile threats at me. I ignore her and finish filling my tank. My smiling confidence must have pissed her off as she crept back into the driver's seat and begins talking about lawyers with Shelly. About 20 minutes later, the officer comes back, and he hands me back my license, and told me I'm free to go. And before New Jersey Karen can get a word out, he very sternly rounds on her and says, License and registration, ma'am. That made cleaning up her mess totally worth it. Guys, I absolutely love this story. It's the perfect mix of petty revenge and some malicious compliance sprinkled into one. Now she's definitely gonna be late to whatever she's going to. So about 11 years ago, my wife and I got engaged. My mother-in-law decided to gift us with an expenses covered trip to Paris as an engagement gift. So we found ourselves spending a week in Paris enjoying the city. Also, we met up with an old friend. My friend, nicknamed Indy, was doing a postgraduate degree in Paris. We met a couple of nights and scheduled a visit to the Louvre together. The next day, we meet outside the museum. Along with Indy was his girlfriend. She was a history of arts major from Norway. And Indy was an archaeology post-grad. He has, since his pre-teen years, has an obsession with ancient history. This is important for the story. Also relevant to the story, my wife likes to read a lot of history books. We start the tour in the Roman section, with Indy taking the role of explaining what we were seeing. Now, because of his girlfriend, we all speak English. We then pass the Roman section, followed by Greek, stopping on the Aphrodite of Milos. In that section, Indy really took off with his explaining and getting into it. We then go up the stairs for pictures and onwards to the Renaissance section. So on the way towards the next section, we stopped in a room that had models of some of the wonders of the ancient world. One of them was a model of the Temple of Zeus in Olympia, and there was a giant statue of Zeus made from ivory and gold. Indy stops to explain this to his girlfriend, and my wife decides to chip in about cheating in the original Olympic Games. This starts a light-hearted banter. They're talking in our native language and I'm trying to translate to Indy's girlfriend. And then it happens. A mom behind me says, Excuse me, what's the guide talking about? I turn around and see a woman in her 30s and two boys. The older one around 8 or 9 years old and the younger one around 6 or 7. Everything on her screams tourist. She's wearing a sundress, has a small backpack, and a guide to the Louvre. And she's got a look of stress on her face. I tell her that they're talking about cheating. In the ancient olympics the kid one says wow they used to cheat back then the younger ones glued to the model and he says who's that pointing to the statue now that caught indy's attention indy says that's zeus the leader of the greek gods kid two says wow and kid one says where's mona lisa indy says down this corridor you can't miss it kid number one then asked cool can you tell us the story for that At this point, there's an awkward pause from everybody. The mother a bit confused said, Ugh, you're not a tour guide, are you? Indy says, No ma'am, I'm not. A sigh came out of the mother. She grabs her book tighter and says, I'm sorry, you were speaking with such authority and the book is so unhelpful. We just kind of thought, you know, that you're a tour guide. Indy responds with, It's alright, I hope I helped. In fact, we're gonna go visit the next section, if you want to follow but I won't do the talking. My girlfriend Hannah is more apt to this period than I am. Hannah waves, smiling. Kid number one says, Can we go with them mom, please? She then looked at each of us trying to decide, and she says, Well, if it's not too much trouble. Both Indian and Hannah replied, Oh, no trouble at all. The mom then says, But you have to be quiet and listen to these nice people. Both kids agree. They end up following us for the rest of the day, walking around the museum with either Indy or Hannah answering the kids' questions. It was lovely to see the look of amazement on their faces as we walked through the museum. The mother told us that her husband was invited to a week-long convention in Paris from his company and brought them along for vacation. She insisted on buying us lunch, which we politely declined. We settled for coffee in one of the small cafes outside the Louvre. Her husband then joins us later on. The kids asked a million questions about the exhibits during our coffee. But their true delight was they discovered that Hannah was from a country that had Vikings. So all in all, it was a great day. And there you have it, my friends. Not all I Don't Work Here Lady stories have to be filled with aggressive Karens making outrageous demands. Some of you have been requesting wholesome stories here and there, and I hope this brought a smile to your face, because it sure as heck made me smile. It's just so nice to see people be kind to one another, and I absolutely love it. And you know what else I love? The fact that you guys come and hang out with me while we go through these wacky, wacky stories. So if you missed the last episode of our slash, I don't work here, lady. I'll link it right here. A racist Karen harasses a Marine, and she learns a lesson that she'll never forget—a painful lesson. Check it out if you haven't, and I'll see you guys in the next one. I love you.